On your mark, get set. Let's go. I can't do it. We'll do it live. Do it live. I can I'll write it and we'll do it live. Mister, will you please wake up? Montana looking, looking, throwing in the end zone. Right. over the head of Jenks. Uribe charges close. Out! And the White Sox have won the World Series. And that'll do it. It's over. The Golden State Warriors return to a familiar place. They're on top of the NBA world. We're down to two. Now to one. Here's Jordan. Yes! This is Snowman in the Morning. Hey, this promises to be fun. Oh, yeah! It's fun. Welcome to the Wednesday edition of Snowman in the Morning with Cole Johnson. I am one half of that duo, Cole Johnson. And before I get into any particulars, if you want to... Uh, Text the show. You can just go to 812-274-5307. That's 812-274-5307. Uh, if you want to drop a cash app, you can either do it at uh, dollar sign tall man Dr. K50. That's tall uh, dollar sign tall man Dr. K50. Or dollar sign host Cole Johnson. That's dollar sign host Cole Johnson. Or you could do both. And also, if you want to support us, do so on Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash SDM Sports Radio Network. That's patreon.com forward slash SDM Sports Radio Network. That's where you can see the behind the scenes footage of all that we do. Now, with all the particulars out of the way, I think it is now time for us to uh, go around the rip around. in either New York or San Francisco, well, it depends on where Aaron just decides to go. Either he can be where he has been his adult life thus far, which has been the Yankees, or he can go back home to Northern California where he grew up. We just don't know where he is going to make a decision. So there's been whispers, hints, gossip, and false rumors that has been all about with this move. But the offseason has been focused on where will Aaron Judge go? The center fielder slash right fielder, who I think might be converted to first baseman if he becomes a giant. He more than likely will become the highest paid free agent in baseball history. And the decision possibly could be announced today as the baseball winter meetings conclude in Southern California. Now, the Giants had optimism growing yesterday with it, while the uh, anxiety in Bronx land has been increasing. But officials really don't know where he's leaning. But uh, they're saying that it might not be a finances thing. It might be a lifestyle choice. So if that's the case, if it's a lifestyle choice and not a decision made by money, uh, I think Yankees fan will be happy because I think he won't go anywhere. But it depends on what he decides to do and where he wants to go. But that's just how it rolls. Baker Mayfield, well, he was a Brown, but no longer there. He was a Panther, and he's no longer there. Now he is a Ram. <laughs> Speculation was uh, put forth that he was going to become uh, a 49ers plug-in because Jimmy Garoppolo went down with an injury that basically took care of the whole year for him. But he's calling the Rams home, and he's as he it was claimed off waivers yesterday after the Panthers released him earlier in the week. Now. Stafford, Matthew Stafford, the quarterback of the Rams now, he is gone for the season, and he's now placed in the RR. John Wolford was the guy who was replacing him, but now he's dealing with a neck injury, which means he'll be out for the year. So McVay, seeing the ship go extremely rudderless, now he has to make a decision, and now I guess it's going to be Baker Mayfield who's going to patch up every single hole in this, in, in this leaking ship 
all the way to the end of this particular horrible lost season for them. Now, I, I talked to a friend of mine who's a Baker Mayfield fan. He says, well, he won't save Mayfield, I mean. He won't save the Rams this season, but McVay may have saved Mayfield's career. I'm not so certain on that because I think Mayfield is the type of uh, guy who, yeah, if you're with him, he's fine. But if you show any signs of criticism, not even if you show hate, but if you show any signs of criticism, he'll check out on you. Uh, you can ask Cleveland. I'm not sure if you can ask Charlotte, but uh, you probably could. But uh, Mayfield's a Ram, and uh, I guess it will matter and depend on how things will go in 2023 for him. Now, to the hardwood where Anthony Davis, he's been building up this uh, resurgence Lakers squad, just going on an absolute tear. So, you know, he went to Cleveland. He was going to go on an absolute tear again, but um, he left the game early. Uh, stop me if you heard the he has left the game early with Anthony Davis beforehand. So he came to the game with the flu, and that shut him down. Now, he started early in the game, but he just simply left in the first quarter, did not return after that. And what sucks is he has been on a real tear. I mean, he scored almost 100 points in the previous two games, averaging almost 50 points each of those two games. And in the last 10 games, he is actually he's actually on being the best player on the Lakers and a player in his prime, which I've been waiting for him to do for the last at least two years. And in that stretch, the Lakers have gone eight and two, but um, could not go because of the flu last night. Now, head coach of the Lakers, Darvin Ham, he had this to say about Davis's early departure. In Cleveland's, uh, in in Cleveland's, I'm sorry, in the Lakers game in Cleveland, which resulted in a big time loss for them. Quote: His temperature was 101 and some change. AD wanted to try to play, but he felt too weak. He strained and dehydrated. That's a huge loss, obviously, with the way he's been playing lately. Close quote. I. Just when you think the Lakers actually can really, really get going, you have this happen. It's unfortunate, but that's just how it goes when it comes to all things Anthony Davis. Hopefully he can lick the wounds of the flu, come right back, and be just as strong, if not stronger, because a good Anthony Davis playing the way he's been playing the last month is a great thing. Not a good thing, a great thing. And I'm not talking about as a Lakers fan because I'm not. I'm talking about as an NBA fan, which I am. Back to the gridiron and the general manager of the Tennessee Titans, John Robinson. After the 35 to 10 butt whooping that the Titans received at the hands of the Eagles in South Philadelphia, he was received his walking papers. Now, he has been at the helm seven seasons. The Titans have made the playoffs every single season and he has built the team to be the class of the AFC South which is not really saying much but the Titans have gone 63 and 43 66 and 43 under Robinson they've reached the AFC championship game back in 2019 secured a number one seed last year but it's been hit and miss even with the AFC South front leading Titans this year Controlling owner of the Titans, Amy Adams-Strunk, had this to say about the departure of one John Robinson. Quote, Since becoming controlling owner in 2015, my goal has been to raise the standard for what is expected in all facets of our organization. I believe we have made significant progress both on and off the field through investments in leadership, personnel, and new ideas. This progress includes the core of our business, the football team itself, which is regularly evaluated by both results and team construction or roster building. I'm proud of what we have accomplished in my eight seasons of ownership, but I believe there is more to be done and higher aspirations to be met. Close quote. 
one of them, Amy, would be to stop being so cheap. Oh, I did not mean to say that out loud, but uh, the truth hurts, doesn't it? You were all high off the hall thinking the 2019 AFC Championship trip was going to be a harbinger of things to come. You found out that it was nothing more than an aberration. Oh, well. And will we see a quarterback change coming sooner rather than later in Green Bay? Well, the Packers general manager believes that Jordan Love is ready to be that guy to lead the Packers into the future. And I don't mean 2024 or 5 6, I mean 2022 and 3. Now, with four games left in the season, the Packers, they have returned off their bye. And uh, the general manager of the team, Brian uh, Guttekunst, he feels that the offseason decisions that await him are going to be weighty. Now, chiefly amongst that would be, is it time for Jordan Love to take the, over the reins of the Packers? Or should he sit another year? on the Packers bench and watch Mr. Hayawaska, a.k.a. Aaron Rodgers, take over the helm. Now, good to cons- cautiously visit each topic in a news conference that is acquired by all general managers to attend each week. He knows there's still time to gather all the information before deciding where they should go. But what they should do? Hmm. I don't even think he knows now, but uh, Gunnar Kurtz had this to say about such a fate quote this season has not gone as we expected close quote well when you have a guy who wants all of the pie but you can't afford to have anybody else get any slice you're bound to have the season that you're going to have the fact that it took you so long to realize that adam i'm sorry that Aaron Jones has to be the guy that's going to steer the ship as to where the Packers go. Yeah, that is your undoing and downfall. But not at our downfall. It's at the end of this whip around. Now, uh, before I get to the feedback zone, I just want to, send our condolences to those who have uh, befallen, uh, those who uh, are mem- family members of those who were fallen in the Pearl Harbor attacks back in 1941. As the anniversary of that event happened 81 years ago, that is what happened when uh, the uh, naval base in Hawaii went down to Japanese bombs. And so we commemorate those who fall, who were fallen and commemorate the, the loved ones of those who did as well. To the fanatic feedback zone we go, the lifeblood of we what we call Snowman in the Morning with Cole Johnson. Victor Lucky says, ladies and gentlemen, Cole Sports is here. You're right, and so are you, Victor. Appreciate you, brother. Tamper Supreme, glad that you're aboard, brother. He says, what's good? Man, everything is lovely over here, man. I hope everything's good with you, brother. Sick Diggy in the house. He says, remember, folks, it's Cole Sports. With the Z. <laughs> Shouting us out from all the way in Norway. How you doing, sick? I hope everything is good with you, brother. Uh, good morning. Good afternoon to you. Uh, Victor says, good morning, Tampa Supreme and sick. Uh, Tampa, thank you, brother. He says, I just shared the stream. And those who are watching, thank you, BS3 Network. Thank you, YouTube. Thank you, Roku TV. If you are in YouTube, share this stream out just like my man Tampa Supreme just did. And we appreciate you for doing it, brother. Uh, Sig Diggy says, man, it's 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 wonderful up here. Peace to Tampa Supreme. Good morning to Victor. A Pizzle in the house. Uh, Sig says about Aaron Judge. He says the Yankees are a fool if they let Aaron Judge go. 100% agree with you there. <laughs> Oh, good Lord. Victor Locke says, from one loser team to another and another, talking about Baker Mayfield. Uh, Six says, so desperate times call for desperate measures, dumb measures at that in L.A. Well, I mean, they they are so desperate and hard up for quarterbacks. Yeah, it it sort of looks that way. He also says that Anthony Davis picking up an injury is an old record. Yeah, one is about to skip because we've been playing the record so long. 
Hopefully he didn't give up the hopefully he didn't give the flu to somebody else. I hope the same thing. Roger Spice in the house. Thank you, brother. I'm glad. I'm glad you love the the digs. I'm glad you enjoy it. Salute to you, my man. I'm glad you're here. And uh, yeah, say hi to the uh, the folks up in here, man. They love they love brothers like you. Glad that you're aboard, my man. Uh, Six says good morning to you, and he says in return. He also says that to Tampa Supreme. Chris Deeds in the house, or the fifth uh, sports show. He says this is the pot calling the kettle black. Remember when Aaron got mad at Brett Favre for holding him back by fake retiring year after year, alluding to Aaron Rodgers? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. And uh, when I remember when Love was drafted, I said it's 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 absolutely funny. I believe that Aaron Rodgers is now is going to be on the uh, he's going to be on the Brett Favre end. Because he's he's gonna think that he his time is not up. And that's exactly what's happening right now. He doesn't think his time is up. He also says that his fat grandfather was a survivor of the Pearl Harbor uh uh attacks. And uh thank you to your grandfather for your for uh, his service, uh Deeds. Totally appreciate that. And uh hey, Pizzle Six says good morning to you, my man. So when we come back, we're going to talk about um can the 49ers actually make it the Super Bowl even with having Mr. Irrelevant starting at quarterback? Hmm. It's a thought. Be right back. This is Snowman in the morning with Cole Johnson on a Wednesday morning. So glad that you're with us. We'll be back on the other side. This is Snowman in the morning. SeatGeek is the ticketing app for fans like Boomstick Lady. No free throw is safe from the roar of her sticks. SeatGeek helps her find a seat in the direct eye line of the shooter so she can sit where her boomsticks make the biggest boom. <laughs> Everybody okay? SeatGeek handles the tickets to sports, concerts, and more so fans can fan. Have you had a chance to visit the brand new Snowman in the Morning shop yet? You haven't? Then what are you waiting for? Go to our new web address, snowmaninthemorning.com slash shop. That's snowmaninthemorning.com slash shop, where you can shop for all kinds of items like a coffee mug, a t-shirt, a sweatshirt, a book bag, and everything else that you need to have the same outfits and the same gear that the crew has. And with each purchase, you will be helping the Snow Strong Initiative. We got a lot to do in a short time to get there. Go to snowmaninthemorning.com slash shop and get the same stuff that the crew has. And when you do that, tell them Snowman sent you. Thanks. This is a BS3 Network presentation. Politics. They'll write the law, but they'll enforce it differently. Is that going to apply both ways? Religion. God never said that we can't reason together. Matter of fact, he said, let us sit and reason together. Relationship. I believe that everybody wants and needs somebody. From a man's perspective. They say, girls, if I put some polish on that and get him to buy some different clothes, girl, he could be a winner, winner, chicken dinner. Join the thought engineer. There's nothing wrong with me developing my piece and you developing your piece, but understand the goal is to come together. And comedian John Yogi. Negro, I don't need you putting on no chapstick up there in the pool pit. You do that over there in your chair. Get ready for. Live every Monday at 7 p.m. Central. Steph Curry. Tim Anderson. Jordan Alvarez. And then it's caught. Debo Samuel with the catch. Michael Jordan can sense the throw. Just got the king. BS3 Network. The hottest of hot takes. The coldest of cold hard facts. This is Snowman in the Morning with Gold Johnson. Weekdays at 8 a.m. Eastern. Check your local listings for your viewing and listening pleasure. So I realized that I think, even though it's not advertised, right, there has to be a place for stupid people. 
we don't know because we're not stupid so we don't know anything about it. like a secret club society oh my gosh so i've come to the conclusion that he graduated from su stupid university yeah and all the all the stupid ass letters that go along with graduating <laughs> high honors of being stupid i can't do no more man Dominos, dominos, vominos. Stupid university. Where everyone graduates. Magna cum stupid. Welcome back to Snowman in the Morning with Cole Johnson. I am Cole Johnson. Of course, I'm not Snowman. Uh, <laughs> happy to be here on another Wednesday edition of the program. And uh, again, Supporters on Patreon, go to patreon.com forward slash SDN Sports Radio Network. That's patreon.com forward slash SDN Sports Radio Network, where you can access all the behind the scenes footage of all the things that this network does, not just this show, but all shows Bryce Snow Podcast, uh, AB Sports Tacular, uh, the Chicago Sports Connection, and any of the live broadcasts that you see Brian do. Go to patreon.com forward slash Sports Radio Network. You will find all of that at your disposal. Back to the fanatic feedback zone. Uh, Six says, so, hmm, Rogers Deeds, is he just following the example of his predecessor? How unsurprising. Uh, Deeds says, it's called being a hypocrite, uh, Sick, which, yes, I agree. Uh, Six says, look, Deez, he learned from the best in, in Brett Favre. All that's left is for Rogers to, is to scam his home state out of millions when he retires. Uh, that home state would be California. I don't know if he'd be able to scam them, <laughs> but he'll probably give it a shot. Uh, Roger Spice says, sick. Aaron Rodgers has a thumb injury and his skills are a little lower. And he still is blocking, his, blocking the way of a good quarterback, which, Roger, I could not say that any better. I really believe that is... What I find problematic most about Aaron Rodgers is that I think he saw that this guy was a threat to supplant him. And he just he, he just feels that his ego took over and that he just feels as though he's just simply better than than Jordan Love and and doesn't care about his eroding talents or his burgeoning one. All he cares about is that he thinks he's the guy. Six says. Snowman in the Morning with Cole Johnson is brought to you by Penis Water for the ebbs and flows of life. Try Penis 15 Water. <laughs> I know I can't do it as well as uh, one Mr. Chris uh, Chris Bass, but hey, it's good to go. It's all good to the hood, as they say. Now, I know my partner is going to be sick. Well, he'll possibly join me for the second hour, but I know he is going to be absolutely sick with what I'm about to talk about because I know he'll be all in on this with a snowman's take. But uh, unfortunately, since he's not, you're going to get, uh, I guess you're going to get a a different version of a snowman's take, but I can't do a snowman's take because I'm not snowman. So the quarterback of the 49ers now has gone through two Season any injuries. Trey Lance, of course, went down early in the season when uh, the in both home games. Wow. <laughs> Trey Lance went down early in the season, home win against the Seahawks. Uh, and then Garoppolo went down. Jimmy Garoppolo went down with a, a foot injury this past Sunday and another home win, this time against the Dolphins. The I guess you say the quarterback standard, at least to in my mind and in Brian's mind and probably in the 49ers lore too, Joe Montana, he of course still follows the team very closely because I believe he still lives around the San Francisco area. He still believes that the 49ers can win the Super Bowl, even with the rookie Brock Purdy starting at quarterback. Yes. Mr. Irrelevant or the guy who was normally drafted last in a draft, which that is what the label of a guy who is last in, in every NFL draft is, is, is stamped justly or unjustly. But he really believes that Brock, Brock Purdy could be the guy. And he went so far as to even say it this way, quote, you know what? If he does what he did last week or this past Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. As we, as he becomes a starter at this point in time, 
You just has to try not to overthink things. Just go in and you don't have to make plays. You've got guys on the outside that can make plays. So just relax. Close quote. Now, Purdy, he was forced into action on Sunday. And uh, in that 33-17 victory over the Dolphins, he went uh, He went for, let's uh, see, 25-37 for 210 yards. He did throw a pick in that game. But uh, I get what the Hall of Famer is saying. I, I do. He's basically saying just play within your own capabilities. Don't try to overextend yourself and don't try to do too much, which, yes, that is great strategy and that's great advice. The you don't have to make plays part. Now, he probably doesn't have to scramble per se, but that position, he's going to have to make play or two. Uh, with a team that has Super Bowl aspirations, just just look at how it lays out. So you have wide receivers. Brandon Ayuk is starting to come up. You have Devo Samuel, who to me is the, the, the biggest weapon on the team. You have a guy who's probably pushing him as number two on that uh, on that uh, list in uh, Christian McCaffrey, who's in the backfield, along with Debo, along with the now returning Elijah Mitchell, along with others that seemingly head coach Kyle Shanahan just seems to find out of nowhere. Just uh, just pluck a just pluck a running back out of free agency, one after another, after another, after another. And then there's, of course, and, and the offensive line is starting to heal and get better. Then there's the defense that's led by one Nick Bosa. And, I mean, there's so many other so many other talents on defense that, that are doing the thing for the 49ers to be in position where they are now, which is uh, first place in the NFC West and the number three seed. I, I just don't know. I just don't know. I don't really have the the assurities that Brock Purdy could be the guy that can lead them to a Super Bowl. Now, I'm sure he can lead them to a playoff trip. And I'm sure he could probably lead them to a playoff victory. You know, but mm, I know that they're going to have to probably lean even more on the running game than they ordinarily would do. Because normally a good running game covers a multitude of football sins. The issue that I see is that you're going to have a guy who really believes that he can do it all and be the guy and have all this pressure on him because the rest of the team believes that they are Super Bowl ready. And and you're going to have him press. Now, to the large credit of the rest of the team, most of them are experienced enough. They have they have now a long playoff run, and some of them even a Super Bowl trip too, uh, under their belt. And you got a quarter. And you got a sorry quarterback. You got a head coach in Kyle Shanahan who has been to multiple Super Bowls, who has been to now a championship game with this team as well, and so. I think you can have so many manage the expectations of a Brock Purdy. You can manage them all you want, but you're going to have these teams that can that can really try to force you to beat them with him. And when you get further on the playoffs, you're not going to play teams like the Rams, like the Cardinals, unfortunately, like the Bears. You're not going to be playing these teams in the playoffs. You, you're going to be matched up against the Cowboys, possibly, which, yes, I get it. Physically, that's a matchup that the 49ers would savor and would actually want. But on the opposite end, you know the Cowboys are going to come into the game off the bus saying, we want Brock Purdy to beat us because we're going to try to slow down, if not stop Christian McCaffrey or whatever other running back that they try to throw against us. So we're going to stack the box, and we're going to dare Purdy to beat us. And he's not the only one that's going to think that. The Eagles, I'm sure, are going to think that too. As are the Vikings. Now, they can have success against, to me, the Vikings, because I think out of all those teams I just mentioned, the Vikings are the weakest defensively. 
But it will not stop these opponents, though. It's not going to stop these defenses from actually saying, we want Purdy to beat us. We're not going to have Debo beat us. We're not going to have McCaffrey beat us. We're going to have Purdy beat us, which means they're going to have, which means they're going to force the 49ers to go into the bag of tricks and possibly do plays where you might have flea flickers. You might have halfback options. You might even have wide receiver options. You're probably going to see more, and you're going to see reverses probably. You're going to probably see more of those types of plays that are going to be called instead of the regular dropbacks. You'll still see that too. But you're going to see more of those types of plays that's going to be rampant. But uh, I can't really fault Joe for having the, the, the faith in the team to have the 49ers go as far as they can go. Hopefully, hopefully they can sustain this drive because they've now won five in a row and they can continue on. That defense can definitely help them. But I just don't want him to fall under the category of the the midseason of the 2000 Ravens run where you had, I'm blanking on the first name. Banks is the last name, but I'm blanking on the first name. Where he started at QB, the team was winning games, but under Banks, the team wasn't scoring touchdowns. So the head coach at the time, Brian Billick, replaced him with Trent Dilfer. And Dilfer, he wasn't really much better, but he took care of the ball more. So I don't want him, Purdy, I mean, to press so hard and to press so long that he feels as though the weight of all of the team's expectations are going to be on his shoulders. He's going to have to relieve that pressure and utilize his teammates in order to do so. Back to the fanatic feedback zone we go. And uh, a pizzle says it's Wednesday. And you know what that means? You darn right. And uh, you know what that means? It means the following. Say it. Modem. Say it again. Mode him. More of that, but that's going to be in the second hour. Ah, good Lord. Six says, don't worry, Cole. The Seals will be clapping and waving their pom-poms later on. You're right about that. Deet says, Purdy, won't have the benefit of last week because from now on, defense coordinators will be scouting them and preparing for him. Unlike last week, where the game plan was against Garoppolo and Purdy came in as an unknown commodity. Correct. And, and I really believe that is going to that that's going to mitigate the success that he did have Sunday, where he now is going to have to prepare, he's now going to have to prepare for those who game plan against him. Playmaker in the house, what's up, my man? Uh, he says, "Oh, it's breaking news." Aaron Judge, nine years, three hundred sixty mil to stay in the Bronx. See, I, like I said, if it was all about Lifestyle choices and not money. It, it is like what it is like what our brother Wise said one time. He says, "Man, I mean, if it's all about you know the 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 comforts of where he is, and it's about the wanting to do baseball history and wanting to have a legendary uh, career, he should stay where he is." And I and I agree with him. So it's good to see. It's good to see breaking news across sports media. Yeah, well. I think it's a good decision by by Aaron Judge to actually stay seriously. Um, now the Yankees have to do what they have to do best, which is tr- uh, do worst at least in the last few years, which is to get out of their own way and build a good squad around him. Make him a captain. Say that you know you are a legacy Yankee, and that every player that comes through the turnstiles will be a Yankee to help you stamp your legendary career. Six says, good morning, playmaker. Is that official or straight from the Yankees office? He says, no, it's all across sports media. And uh, just to let you know, yes, it is. It is official. And it is, it was, uh, it's official. It's now official as of about a couple minutes ago, for sure. Uh, Victor says, Smart deal for the Yankees. Aaron Judge is going to propel that team forward for years to come. Totally agree with that. And uh, 
playmaker says good morning and uh look thank you brother for what you do and who you are i i'm glad that uh you did that tony thank you deeds tony banks I was like, I could not think of the first name to save my life, but I was like, I can see the number, and I can see the, the I can see the number, I can see the the player, and I can see the uh, the last name, Tony Banks. That's correct. That's the guy. And yeah, former Ravens uh, quarterback and former Rams quarterback before that. Ryan McCarthy says, "Good morning to Cole and everyone watching in the chat." Arson Judge. <laughs> well, congratulations to Wise to Andrew. Even a little bit to Ryan. Um, and those who are Yankees fans, I know this is a sigh of relief for you all. Uh, Ryan McCarthy's alive. Thank the Lord, says Victor. <laughs> uh, Ryan says, uh, yeah, what happened to the other string? Mm-hmm. He says, I'm not sure. It was still showing up as upcoming. Hmm. Oh, well, okay. All I know is this. Uh, the Yankees will be a better off team with Aaron Rodgers as their linchpin piece. And hopefully he will take them to a world series. And yes, I know I'm saying this as an Astros fan, but hopefully he does. Hopefully he does. (laughs) A pistol says arson judge. What a legend. Tampa Supreme says 100. Six says, good morning. Happy Wednesday, Ryan. He hopes your coffee is good. He says, hey, Pizzle, that's going to be a legendary meme. Coming back off the break, I got to address something. I I have to address something. And the something deals with um, one Coach Prime, Neon Dion. Yeah, we're going to talk a little Dion Sanders as we conclude our number one, A Snowman in the Morning with Cole Johnson. Be right back. This is Snowman in the Morning. SeatGeek is the ticketing app for fans like Boomstick Lady. No free throw is safe from the roar of her sticks. SeatGeek helps her find a seat in the direct eye line of the shooter so she can sit where her boomsticks make the biggest boom. <laughs> Everybody okay? SeatGeek handles the tickets to sports, concerts, and more, so fans can fan. Have you had a chance to visit the brand new Snowman in the Morning shop yet? You haven't? Then what are you waiting for? Go to our new web address, snowmaninthemorning.com slash shop. That's snowmaninthemorning.com slash shop, where you can shop for all kinds of items, like a coffee mug, a t-shirt, a sweatshirt, a book bag, and everything else that you need to have the same outfits and the same gear that the crew has. And with each purchase, you will be helping the Snow Strong Initiative. We got a lot to do in a short time to get there. Go to snowmaninthemorning.com slash shop and get the same stuff that the crew has. And when you do that, tell them Snowman sent you. Thanks. This is a BS3 Network presentation. Politics. They'll write the law, but they'll enforce it differently. Is that going to apply both ways? Religion. God never said that we can't reason together. Matter of fact, he said, let us sit and reason together. Relationship. I believe that everybody wants and needs somebody. From a man's perspective. They say, girls, if I put some polish on that and get him to buy some different clothes, girl, he could be a winner, winner, chicken dinner. Joined a thought engineer. There's nothing wrong with me developing my piece and you developing your piece, but understand the goal is to come together. And comedian John Yogi. Negro, I don't need you putting on no chapstick up there in the pool pit. You do that over there in your chair. Get ready for. Live every Monday at 7 p.m. Central. Steph Curry. Tim Anderson. Jordan Alvarez. And then it's caught. Debo Samuel with the catch. Michael Jordan can sense the throw. Just got the king. BS3 Network. The hottest of hot takes. The coldest of cold hard facts. 
This is Snowman in the Morning with Cole Johnson. Weekdays at 8 a.m. Eastern. Check your local listings for your viewing and listening pleasure. LeBron James is trash as a basketball player. Wow. I will say say that one more time. You said it so easily. I've been been saying it for 20 years. (laughs) It just came fluidly out of your mouth. Like it just flowed like waters of the... Uh, 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 of a of a of a fall just ru- just dropping off a cliff. Oh, you mean this sentence right here? Quote: LeBron James as a basketball player is pure, unadulterated trash and has been for twenty years. Close quote. Oh yeah, that is on tap for our number two. And so is this. That's later. But for now, we're going to conclude our number one with something that I find, I guess you could say, unsettling, uh, disturbing, Um it, it it just makes it just it just makes me it, it just makes you shake my head at those who just simply simply miss the boat on on this uh, such a matter in including Deion Sanders and talking about him and his decision to go from Jackson State to Colorado. Look, there, there's there's reasons that he did it, and there's reasons why he did it, and coaches do it all the time i mean i mean it isn't a crime that he did what he did but i'm starting to find it to be a crime to hold him to where he was or is currently and and for that for that woke sports fan you need to have one of these Look, he is not beholden to any institution. He is not beholden to the historically black college and university campus or sideline for a football uh, football program simply because he's black. Eddie Robinson is not imbued in every single one of these coaches. So, yeah, when Junior said about uh, Deion Sanders, quote, he ain't swack, close quote. He was right. And I didn't find it to be offensive that he said it. I find it to be off-putting because it's like, well, yeah. He didn't have the culture of being in a HBCU. He... (laughs) I mean, he, he. I think he got. He, I think he got his degree from one. The. I think he finalized his degree with one. But most of his collegiate career was at Florida State, which was decades ago. But if I'm mistaken, I think he got his degree from an HBCU. I think about a couple of years ago. So he had an understanding of what was the culture of HBCUs. And I get that you feel as though he used HBCUs to get to where he was going to go. No, he didn't use them. Using would be, he gets there, it's because of his name that the attention comes on him, that he that he is like, well, I am the draw, I am the ticket, and that he doesn't give a crap about the 18, 19, 20, 21-year-olds he's supposedly are coaching or not. It's a platform for Deion Sanders. Therefore, they should be thanking his, they, they should be thanking their lucky stars. And the parents should be thanking their lucky stars that this guy is the coach of their team. That is not how he thinks. That's not how he's, 
That's not really how he's ever thought. The the bravado and the 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 uber confidence and sometimes arrogant nature of the character Neon Dion of Primetime. All that was to get his name out there. All that was to show confidence in his ability. None of that, and I do mean none of that, was to basically say everybody else sucks. Because I guarantee if he was about himself, he wouldn't do things such as when taking the $300,000 salary per year that he's being paid currently under the under the auspices of the campus of Jackson State University, he wouldn't donate half of that to improve the conditions of the team, of the jerseys, of the facilities, and of the conference that the team represents, Southwestern Atlantic Conference or SWAC, or to even rebuild HBCUs in general. No, he wouldn't donate 150000 a year to that, nor would he donate more money that he is worth to do the same. So he is not beholden to the HBCUs. It's not a, oh my gosh, he's let down our boys. Oh no, he is lying to my parents. Oh man, the HBCUs is going to die. No. No. No, you know, you know what you need to do. You need to look since you all are thinking that that Dion is turning his back on the black culture with HBCUs. You know what you need to do. You need to (laughs) look in the damn mirror. You need to. Am I hitting hitting a home run here? Mm -hmm. But I'm going to phrase the looking in the mirror part, which you are correct, sir, as a. you see, the founder of Snowman in the Morning has joined us, one Mr. Brian Snow. Uh, look, and I'm talking to those not just at Jackson State, but at Florida A&M and at uh, North Carolina a and and at Texas Southern and Tennessee State and yep. all these in uh, Hampton and Howard and all these other HBCUs. Bethune Cookman, I can go on. That think Prime owes them something. Prime is a coach. Period. Prime doesn't own them a thing. What did what I you have to that? do is schools? Didn't, didn't I say that yesterday? Mm-hmm. Didn't I say that what yesterday? You, what you have to do with schools is you have to look at your alumni. Look at your alumni and then ask them this question. Quote. You got a degree with this. Why aren't you pouring in a dime to the institution? Close quote. Because you know why you got to have someone like a Deion Sanders come into the HBCU landscape, see it for the trash understanding that they have. And I'm not talking about the players are trash because they're not. I'm not talking about most of the, uh, most of the, 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 uh, staffs of these schools i'm not i'm talking about the governing body of the hbcus when it comes to sports it is shameful shameful that you that you have a guy who when he comes in he's he's saying things such as you mean to tell me that these guys don't have names at the back of their jerseys you mean to tell me that that the conditions of these players are horrible. You mean to tell me that you don't take care of your players because they represent your school? These were things that Dion was saying. Mm-hmm. But you all weren't paying attention to that. You were just so happy that he was filling the turnstiles. You were so happy that there were games such as when TSU and Jackson State played that, oh, we went to we went to the Liberty Bowl and 45,000 people saw the game. You were all transfixed on that. And you weren't transfixed on the fact that this guy is pointing to all these ills that the governing body of these HBCU athletic programs do, and they just have let it slide for year after year after year after year. And so now you're 
I guess you could say your Robin Hood has come in, your savior has come in. And in these last three years, he he does this miraculous thing, such as actually pour his own money into one program and even into some other programs. And then when that money leaves, you feel as though he has turned his back because you and look at that's you, the point that I made yesterday. You feel as though that he has sold these 17 year old boys and the parents of these 17 year old boys, these, the, 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 the sob story of, well, I'm going to be with him all four years. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, Dion probably didn't say that to him. He probably actually said to them, literally, I may not be there when your boy graduates, but I'm going to make sure that he's going to get the best education he possibly can. Even when I'm not with the school, I'm going to make sure that your boy becomes a man. And I'm going to make sure that he has a career, whether in football or somewhere else. But since he's going to be playing under me, he's going to be considered one of my babies. I guarantee you that is what he said. Not I'm going to be with him all four years at Jackson State. See, if there's one thing about Deion Sanders as a player and as a coach, Something that black people have wanted all along, he kept it real. 100% real. And yet, when he does keep it real, and when he does keep it real, and it affects the bottom line of the black community, the black community has a problem. (laughs) Well, uh, I got news for y'all. The black community has had a problem for a long, long time. And unfortunately, they're going to still have that problem. Because and now it's gonna it's and now it's gonna get worse because of what's the magic A word I'm looking for? Attitude. You know, and I know I'm about to hit home what I say, what I'm about to say. You know, my father, back when I was 10. He would say to me the following statement. Quote, you know what F's up, and he did say the word, F's up, Mm -hmm. black people. We live in a crabs in a barrel mentality. It seems like when a Negro wants to get out of that situation, you got about 400 other Negroes that want to pull at him and drag him back down to the cesspool that is what their existence is. Mm. And that is what I cannot stand about Negros. Close quote. Somehow you just echoed William Otis Snow Jr. because he said that to me several hundred times verbatim. Mm-hmm. He started, he started, my father started saying that to me when I was 10. And and he let me see exactly what he was talking about. And he was wondering, and he is 100% correct. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's like you have these people who want Dion to basically say, well, no, be down here with us, down here with us. And I'm not saying that a black existence is down. I'm talking about the mindset that some of these people have is down. I'm sorry. What was that word you used? I'm not saying that being with black people is down. I'm saying the mindset that some of these black people have is down. Meaning change a word in that sentence to from some to a lot. Okay. I'll go with many, but with that being said, he improved this situation that is the HBCU landscape. Not only did he improve it, he actually shown the light on how crooked some of it is and shown the light on how you can improve it. And you don't need a Deion Sanders to do it. And I said this yesterday on the show. He said that God gave him a purpose. You know what? Praise be to God. I'm glad that God gave Dion a purpose to say, I got a new challenge for you because you have done all that you can do here. Yeah. yeah. You've done all you can do here. What? How can he improve actually winning the SWAC last year 
Oh, by having an undefeated season this year. And so he's like, you've done all you could do this year. You have mm-hmm. rebuilt, you have rebuilt a program, you have shown the light on HBCUs, you now have made it vogue for people to attend HBCUs as an athlete because you got five star recruits to come to them. And now it's up to the folks following him to keep that going. Mm-hmm. Now I have a new challenge for you. And I think it's one that's probably going to be even steeper than the one at Jackson State. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what if it's a PWI? God, as long as I've been alive, it's not a respecter of person. What does that mean? He doesn't see color in terms or 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 social economic background or 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 status as the thing to improve and uplift people. He sees a situation. Mm-hmm. And so God put it upon Dion's heart that says, I have a situation on the border of Colorado that needs a lot of improvement. But wait a minute, what about the kids here? They're going to be fine mm-hmm. because you've made sure they're going to be fine. And you have actually done something that's even that, that's going to make an impact even beyond one school. You have made an impact on an institution. Because when has it been the last time that we have talked about HBCUs in this type of light? When? The only times I right. The only times I could think would be like when Eddie Robinson was coaching at the time and he and he became the winningest head coach in college football. And maybe a couple of draft picks here and there that were taken that are NFL stars. But the focus that HBCUs have gotten hasn't been like this. It's gotten to the point now we have other NFL players who want to be head coaches of these HBCUs. Eddie Georgia, TSU, for example. Uh, Tyrone Wheatley, I forgot the school, being in another. Prime now has another challenge. Go meet that challenge. That's all I have to say. Go meet that challenge. Because you're not beholden to a community simply because they feel as though they can't exist without you. Nah, man. Do what God has said for you to do. And do it to the best of your ability. Do it like you did it when you were a Falcon uh, cornerback or, uh, or a 49ers quarterback or Cowboys quarterback. And do it like you did when you were the head coach of Jackson State. Make Colorado a program that we will talk about in glowing terms for the first time in over 30 years. Your name is great, and your name is greater, Dion, and I hope you have the success that you're supposed to have. And if people feel as though you're neglecting them and you're letting them down, forget them. You're not. And for those of you who feel as though you're going to give them a guilt trip for leaving an HBCU. Shame on you. He did what he was supposed to do. He couldn't do any more. And he was not meant to have the Johnny Coles or the Eddie Robinson's existence. Those are special human beings who have been in these schools for so long that they become part of the fabric of the school. And I love those men for that. But I also love Dion for what he's about, which is to touch the lives of every human being, whether the skin is dark or the skin is light. It's really all that matters. So for those who just simply want to climb aboard and say, he Dion is shamed, shamed these 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 children and the parents and the and HBCUs, go somewhere with that. No, he's not. His mission is far greater than just a certain sector of human beings. And I am, for one, cheering him on every single step of the way. That's what you should do instead of calling him a sellout. How dare you?
to the Fanatic Feedback Zone we go before we do officially call it an hour number two. Let me go to here. Deed says, Coach Prime will have to show out in the Celebration Bowl, which, of course, will be coming up. This is because last year was a 31-10 disaster when the talents were were even between Jackson State and South Carolina State, which, of course, South Carolina State is a beast, too. He says, so let me get this straight. Jackson State University can use Coach Prime to promote their school and build their campus and 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 boost the funds, but Prime can't use this experience to further this career. Thank you. Exactly. Right. They can, yeah. They, they, oh, what's the word? They can exploit him, but he can't do the same. And he's not even exploiting them, but he's basically using the experience because these these Division One schools that supposedly wanted to have a head coach were like, eh, nah. His, uh, well, he didn't really graduate from, but the place he played, Florida State, they chose Willie Taggart over him because, well, he had experience being a coach. Prime did not in college. He basically was like youth in, in high school. A Pistol says, snowman in the house. That's right. That's right. Ryan McCarthy says it is not the responsibility of Deion Sanders alone to uplift the athletic programs HBCU. I will not cuss. 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 I will. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's the responsibility of the athletic directors at HBCUs to uplift the athletic programs at HBCUs. <laughs> Can I get a mic drop? <laughs> and this is from and this is from a fellow <laughs> who could not say that better, Ryan. Yes. It's and this is from a fellow who has seen and broadcast a couple of HBCUs. Mm-hmm. And the athletic directors, for the most part, just sit on their ass in their in their position of so-called power. Power. And that's what sucks about that. Because that's what they look mm-hmm. at it. They look at it as a as a seat and not a responsibility. And that is what Deion Sanders looks at his position as being. It's a responsibility to give back, not a, not a not a position to to downgrade anybody else because I am in a standard position of of elevation. You should that. you should genuflect to me. No, he's like, look, I got this knowledge. You need to learn. Let me be one of the athletic at an HBCU. I'd strip it clean and start over mm. and not care about who's affected. I want the best people in the right positions. Yeah, because that's what's Period. About. And that's what he, talking about Prime, is about. Best people in the best positions, no matter what they look like. Best people in the right, in the right positions. Best people before in the right positions go, don't matter. And before we mm. go on, before before we go on, I've had so many people since I started uh, my broadcast career mm-hmm. and since I started my own company and I've started it a few times over, say to me, you need to reach back and give to the black community. Oh, yeah. Well, I counter that with a question. In the last five years, what have they done for me, a fellow who's not only survived cancer, but beat it, survived blood clots? got married a second time, moved to North Carolina, and decided to take his business with him. Where were all you people when I needed help and when my family needed help in the past four years? Where were all y'all then? Huh? Give me this camera. Where were all of y'all then when I begged and pleaded? Yeah, I said it, begged. And in many ways, I still do. That's why you see the cash apps up there to help myself and my partner. That's why you see the Patreon down below. The people who will jo- who will join the Patreon and will contribute via the cash app will, and I will say thank you to them out loud. I'm talking about the people who one minute say, we're going to help you, and then the next minute, all you hear are freaking crickets. Crickets. <laughs> that's, all, that, that's all you hear. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. As a matter of fact, there was a there was an assignment I was supposed to complete, but after sleeping on it and waking 
daughter not doing and my daughter not doing well and i'm dealing with a lot of fatigue i said you know what i'm going to get well well when uh when when snowman gets back up we'll uh i'm tired i'm tired of being treated freaking afterthought i'm tired of cole johnson and my crew and everyone in the chat that hangs with us on a daily basis being treated as a freaking after. All right, looks like we're having technical difficulties here. Uh, we will definitely get that straight. And uh, he'll return what he'll have to say. Now, Ryan, all I got to say to your brother is that that's exactly how I feel, man. Exactly how I feel. It, it's, it's, it's messed up how that is. Uh, Six says, Deion Sanders established a philosophy and mindset for generations at JSU to follow. He showed and taught them how to help themselves. The online needs to grow up and carry on. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that I am amongst a room of intelligent individuals because you get it and uh, i'm gonna I'm show them i'm gonna show snowman that when he comes back uh, uh victor and i agree with you ryan says also i thought the critics wanted more black head coaches and power five schools i thought the same thing too because that's what i kept hearing uh why celebrating aaron judge's uh new contract nine years 360 mil staying where he's supposed to be i gave you props brother so you don't have to say suck it to me because I figured that's what he had to do. And when I saw that it was about lifestyle and not money, I was like, he should stay there. And I actually said that earlier on this show. This is good morning, Wise. How's the fight going? He says he's doing good. Thank you, V-Lock. Six says the athletic director and the coaching staff better pick up the slack and carry on for Coach Prime. That's what it's supposed to do. That's what they are supposed to do. That's exactly what they're supposed to do. And if they can't do it, that's on them, not on him. All right. I think. No, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done because why I said it best. I don't focus on this people. So I'm not going to either. And we're going to call a halt. We're going to call a halt to this and we're going to move on because we got some laughter to do. We got some laughter to create. 